3: Robert Hunt just said uh, in a break that I never shut up. So we never uh, got the prop boat into the lagoon. And he's upset about it because he filled it up today. And he's ready to you know, drive around the lagoon and, and win some money. And he's like, you just never shut up. I could have got this done already. Now you're going to ruin my college football segment. So let's just get like, right off the gates like, this prop action going.
4: Yeah, I mean, look, we got all the time in the world, Scotty. No worries. Uh, let's get to the prop boat, put it in the water. Here we go. Ben Roethlisberger tonight, 240 and a half. Justin Fields, 182 and a half. Najee Harris, 82 and a half. Fields rushing, 39 and a half. Deontay Johnson, 71 and a half. And Darnell Mooney, 42 and a half for the Bears tonight. Uh, I do like the Fields rushing one because he's going to be running for his life all night from Watt & Company.
3: I think he can run for 40 yards against anybody, and I think Harris will go for 100 yards tonight. I think Fields won't throw for a buck 82, and I do think uh, Big Ben will throw for over 250 yards, and I think at least two or three touchdowns. I think he's gonna do what he's been doing the last three weeks. He threw for 200 yards in the second half last week in Cleveland. I mean, uh, 240, are you kidding me? Let's go. And, um, you know, I saw some guys got a huge ticket on Deontay Johnson scoring a touchdown tonight for big money. Well, then, let's go for it. Uh, Why not have that guy catch a touchdown tonight so somebody can cash big against the
4: house? Let's go, baby. Anytime we can do that, we are very happy about it. All right, let's get to the college football from the weekend. Just like the NFL, uh, a bit of uh, upsets left and right. Uh, Seven ranked teams lose to unranked teams, including Purdue, beating Michigan state in West Lafayette. And we talked about this a lot when you were out last week, Scotty, here we go. Michigan state, they get put into the top four. The committee goes and shoves them up there. How would they handle the prosperity? Well, not too well against Purdue.
3: Yeah, no doubt. I, I thought you know, Russ aid was a hostile environment in West Lafayette on Saturday. I've been there for a million games in my lifetime. Uh, it's a tough place to play on the grass. And when it's, you know, wet and, and gloomy, and I don't know if it was, but it's even harder, right? When you play in there and it's sloppy and ugly and gloomy and cold, you go in there, that's a place, it's a graveyard, it's a cemetery, and, and they were able to do it against Michigan State, and I thought they did it with some great creativity. Brahm had the trick plays out of the bag, and a great job by Purdue beating Michigan State. You know, that Michigan game sucked the life out of them, as sure as I'm sitting here.
4: Uh, it certainly did. Alabama's offense struggled. Their defense played very well. They beat LSU 20 to 14. All that really matters, Scotty, is you had LSU plus 29 and a half.
3: <laughs> I did, and I was excited about that. You know, they're going to put Alabama in that playoff no matter oh, yeah. what. I mean, no matter what. The only way yeah. they don't go is if they lose to Auburn, which won't happen either.
4: I think if they lose to Georgia, they could be out, too. I think if they get the second loss, they might still leave them out. So there's still a possibility that we can get rid of Alabama. I know that me and you try to do that every single year. Oregon is not They don't don't play Georgia. Oh, you mean in the SEC SEC, title game? SEC title game. Yeah, SEC title game. They'll play Georgia in that game. And if Georgia beats them, two losses for Alabama, maybe we can get them out of the mix. But... We'll see. I want to see Georgia's offense actually get pressed. They, of course, beat Missouri up big uh, on Saturday. We welcome in all of our radio affiliates for El Coast to Coast. On a Monday, Scotty back from vacation as we're going through the college football from Saturday right now. Oregon, Scotty, did handle getting put in the top four. Well, they won at Washington. uh, Started slow, but then able to finish it off. Cincinnati was at number six. They hung on at home against Tulsa. This is three weeks in a row now where Cincinnati hasn't been very impressive against these American teams. I got no problem. I hope they drop me even lower tomorrow.
3: (laughs) I think Cincinnati's season is over. They're not playing in the playoff. They're not going to the playoff. It's not happening. I don't care what they're ranked. When they came out with the rankings and they were sixth, that was all you needed to know, that they don't respect the Power Five. They're going to go play in a gigantic bowl game, and people still won't care because... People don't care anymore about bowl games at all, except betters. No. And thank God for us, because we care about every bowl game, every football game we bet on right here on the grid. Fair enough. But no one watches. Uh, the the general public, the average layman does not watch bowl games. They just don't. All they watch is, is the playoff, and that they're hanging on by a thread with that. I think if – If they expand to 12 teams, it'll be more exciting for everybody. But right now, those are the only two games and championship that matter. All the other bowl games are so kids can go get a gift basket.
4: Wake Forest got their first loss of the season, played another wild game with North Carolina. 58-50. Crazy game on Saturday. Ohio State beat Nebraska. They weren't that impressive, but they do get it done. 26-17. On the road in that was Lincoln, physical. the a physical football game, no question about. it. And Scott Frost, as you mentioned earlier, he's going to be back at Nebraska. He's going to get another year. Uh, they're three and seven this year, but he's going to get another year. So and they gave Fleck,
3: they just gave Fleck five years and seven million a pop to stay at Minnesota yeah. and do nothing like he's done.
4: Yeah, n- nice job by Minnesota losing at home to Illinois on Saturday, fourteen to six. Nice effort there, the Irish. Rolled Navy 34-6. to 6. Pitt routed Duke after the loss last week. Miami held on to beat Georgia Kane Tech 33-30. Cane Day, Cane Day, Cane day. 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 Oak State blew out West Virginia, and NC State beat Florida State. I'll give you the top 25 when we come back.
3: Yeah. Seminoles still suck.
0: SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com.
5: Who doesn't love a classic chocolate chip cookie? Famous Amos has been making them since the 70s, 1975 to be exact. With semi sweet chocolate chips, And a satisfying crunch. It's everything classic in one bite-sized cookie. And fans couldn't get enough. That's right. You'll find our original recipe, the one you know and love, in every bag of Famous Amos original chocolate chip cookies. Find Famous Amos anywhere you buy your favorite snacks.
0: Price drop. Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last.
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.
3: Make sure you follow us on uh, Twitter. Uh, you know, if you're not able to tune in or watch us or listen on uh, the radio, uh, you got to follow us so you get that going all day. at uh, Sports Grid, at Sports Grid TV, and you get the skinny, the scoop, odds, line changes, everything, news, you name it, it's all there. Trust me, you're going to feel better about yourself. All right, Carver High, the new uh, AP Top 25 poll is out that no one cares about at all and that doesn't matter because the only uh, poll that matters is the uh, playoff poll.
4: That's it. The one that the Dopey Committee puts out on Tuesday nights, that's the only one that matters. But here is the AP Top 25 poll for you from this week so I can show you. Uh, Georgia 1, Cincinnati 2, Bama 3, Oklahoma 4, Oregon 5, Notre Dame now 7, Wake Forest down to 13. My Roadrunners of Texas-San Antonio with another cover late night on Saturday against UTEP, now up to 15 in the poll couple of other teams there at the bottom as well. I'll give you a few other notes from college football. Uh, Washington coach Jimmy Lake got suspended for one game without pay. He kind of gave one of his players the business on Saturday night, Scotty. I don't know if you saw this play. The kid was drawing with him, and Jimmy Lake came over and gave him the little shove on the top of the helmet. So the yeah. Washington AD said, no, 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 you can't do that. One game without pay for Jimmy Lake. Baylor assistant Joey McGuire has been hired as the new Texas Tech head coach who Joey Maguire here's here's what I heard about Joey Scotty I heard that he had a great record coaching high school football in Texas and that he's a great recruiter and oh, that's why he's getting the Texas Jet tech job Have and, fun finally, in Lubbock. and finally Florida fired defensive coordinator Todd Grantham and O-line coach John Hevesy after that embarrassing loss to South Carolina on Saturday night. Dan Mullen, the door, you're going right out the door right behind him, buddy, because you ain't surviving this one either.
3: (laughs) Yeah, meanwhile, John Hevesy's on the Hennessy now.
4: (laughs) (laughs) All right, NBA now for you. The Nets beat the Raptors, 116 to 107 nets now seven and three i think the third time in their in the franchise history they have started that well the Cavs, scotty my Cavs, who have been very good to me the last week they've been winning a lot of ball games they beat the knicks at the garden 126 to 109 but here's their problem now colin sexton tears meniscus will miss extended period of time i like what the Cavs have been doing scotty mobley's been playing some great d a couple of the additions have made have been nice they've gotten a lot of wins
3: Yeah, and they cover, right? So they're a good team uh, to bet on. And I bet on them yesterday at the Garden. And all I know is, keep making me money. I'll keep betting on you.
4: (laughs) And one other thing. One other
3: thing. The Nets, I I have to say. I've noticed, you know, they're on this road trip now. And they won in uh, Toronto. And I've noticed in the last, like, three or four days, right? They've actually... Um, started playing good basketball, like winning basketball. All of a sudden, they're hitting, uh, you know, games. They're winning. They're covering. They're finding a way. Harden and Durant are lighting it up. And, uh, you know, Durant's leading the league in scoring. And Harden was struggling so badly uh, with his game and not getting any foul calls. Now he's playing his game, getting to the line. And they're playing better as a group. I think they found their group and their bench and their roles and their minutes and their fit. Like who's going to be on the floor during crucial uh, points of games? And I think the Nets are coming together right now. And if they fully come together, they're going to be dangerous.
4: The Magic beat the Jazz one hundred seven to one hundred. Wizards have been playing very well as well, Scotty. They beat the Bucks one hundred one to ninety four. Look out for the Wiz. The Bucks have been bad too. Bucks with a little NBA title hangover. It's like they're still drinking the champagne out in the parking lot before these games. They have not been very good here in the first couple weeks. Not at all. But they were at the White
3: House today, hanging out with your boy Joe, who looks like he's oh. gonna keel over every time I see him. Like it, it just every time I see him. So I have this bet, right? Let me just tell you this bet I got going. You know the bet, right? Uh, I have a bet with a guy. I,
4: that, I know the,
3: bet. the bet is that he won't make it till January of uh you know the new year january 2022 that he'll either uh be forced out of office or be dead and that's the bet. now if i win the bet, uh which i have biden lasting into january then i get free synthetic oil changes for life for all my cars that's a pretty good deal now that's a good bet
4: that's that's the gift that keeps on giving all year round so that's uh that's actually a good one that you pulled right there uh, the Pacers beat the Kings 94-91. Warriors beat the Rockets 120-107. to Warriors out to a very good start. The they Clippers beat the Hornets 120-106. to Injury time. Uh, Joel Embiid, health and safety protocols, could miss several games. He is out tonight with the Sixers. Jalen Brown out one to two weeks with a hamstring injury. Michael Porter Jr. out tonight against the Heat. And then we also have, Scotty, Blazers GM Neil O'Shea accused of bullying, intimidation, and more. Not a good scene for Neil. Now it's listen, a bad day.
3: I, honestly, like, I, I'm starting, this has become a sport. What team, or what business, or what entity at all in this world doesn't have this going on in the workplace? Where there's some bully boss... Or some guy thinking he's running the Third Reich over here running things at your work. Is there not every job you've ever had in your life? This is a lesson for everyone, the young and anybody else that's willing to listen. Here's a lesson. Your entire life, you will work for asshats. And there'll always be someone at work that you hate dead. It's just automatic. So just so you know, here, save yourself a lot of grief. It's going to be your entire life. But now it's become a sport where every team now in the league has got some sexual harassment, sexual intimidation, a perverts running wild, uh, like Washington football team, Dallas Mavericks. What place of work now is run without some bully or some pervert going up a skirt or a shirt or a blouse? I mean, it is unbelievable. What is going on in the workplace? You wonder why people wanna work at home. They don't wanna go to some place they're gonna get raped. That's what's wrong with the workplace.
4: Boom. I guess we uh, we could also add uh, Phoenix to the list after that Sarver report on ESPN this week when you were out. Boom. Racists everywhere. uh, That you could throw on the fire. Tonight's NBA, let's take a look. The Sixers without Embiid getting three at home against the Knicks, who lost last night to the Cavs. That's up to three now. The Timberwolves are in Memphis against the Grizz. Minus five and a half. The Nets are in Chicago against the Bulls. Now down to Bulls minus one. My latest update, the Pelicans are in Dallas against the Mavs. Man, Scotty, I got to tell you, the Pelicans, they suck. I mean, that's a bad basketball team right there.
3: Yeah, there's no doubt. I'm on the Mavs there and laying. I think it's a real hard bet with the Bulls. The way the Nets are playing, I took the Bulls. And I'm on the Grizzlies tonight laying at home. I think the John Company will kill. The hardest bet of the night is the Knicks because... I think the Knicks play uh, the back-to-back. They lost to the Cavs. Then they traveled 95 down to Philly. They're going to play the Sixers. No Tobias, from what I'm hearing. No JoJo Embiid. They're 8-2. and two. Philly's playing good ball. But without those two, I'm on Philly, right, laying three and a half at the beginning of the day on PharrellOnTheBench.com. I'm not excited about that bet at all. If I were willing to do it, which you know I don't flip, so I'm going to stick with my bet. But I'm telling you right now, it's got to be the Knicks. they got to win this game with the entire roster of the Sixers not playing. I mean, honestly, you got to win the game.
4: I agree with you. The Heat are one-point favorites in Denver tonight against the Nuggets. No Porter Jr., as we said. The Hawks and Golden State, good one tonight at the Chase in San Fran. Midas 3 for the Warriors. The Suns and the Kings in Sacramento. The Suns minus three. And the Hornets, after losing to the Clippers last night, they stay in Staples to take on the Lakers tonight.
3: Yeah, I got the Lakers at one and a half. I'm on L.A. I took the Suns, but the Kings have been playing a really good ball, so that three is dangerous. I love the Warriors who seldom come out to play. But I took the Hawks at three and a half because I think it's going to be the game of the night. And I took Denver at home over to Heat. I know the Heat are probably the toughest team in the NBA this season so far, but I like Denver in a mile high with Joker and company.
6: The Sports Grid Radio Network presents This Date in Sports History. Not only will uh, Tom Dempsey hits this one, he's got a very slight win at his back, he'll set a National Football League record in addition to winning the game.
4: 1970, Tom Dempsey of the Saints kicks a then-NFL record 63-yard field goal. It's
1: good! I don't believe it! The field goal attempt was good from 63 yards away!
4: For Sports Grid Radio, I'm Mike Demurchis.
3: All right, uh, Adam Kaplan is our NFL insider. He's on C2C several times during the week, and here we go. On a Monday, getting ready for the Steelers and Bears tonight in Chicago. Adam, uh, let's start with the Titans' uh, win against the Rams.
6: That was had to be, by the way. That was of many upsets on Sunday. This one was the capper on Sunday night. The Titans were a seven and a half point dog, and I'll be—I'll be honest. I was like most people: How would the Titans possibly win on the road against the Rams in SoFi without their best guy, their best guy, and Derrick Henry? Well, it happened. I'm shocked. I'm, I'm stunned, like most people. And it's not like Adrian Peterson, who was signed this past week, did anything great. It was just that their defense took over. Remember, they were down three, nothing. Matthew Stafford struggled on his way to a, a, a really a dreadful night. He suffered an ankle injury, but it, it it shouldn't be too bad. But then they went down 21-3. Remember, one of those touchdowns was a pick six, and it was shocking. And, and when you're the Titans and you get up by 18 points, you're going to run the ball, and they took the air out of the football. And Yet another signature win. It is unbelievable how many times that they win. And they're, it's not like they're beating bad teams. They're beating some of the best teams in the National Football League that win against Buffalo on a Monday night some weeks ago was phenomenal. Every week they do it. Uh, one Titans person said to me this morning, hey, winning ugly is a win. And I go, yeah, I agree with you. Look, they beat the Colts in a tough one. We, we talked about that. Carson Wentz didn't play well, but that was a great win for them. They completely shut down Patrick Mahomes a couple weeks ago at home uh, and the Chiefs, and then they had that incredible win that Monday night game against the Bills. So, look, they, they've now won five in a row. They're, they've got the best record in the AFC. And they don't have their bye to Week 13, so they've got a challenge coming up here against the Saints, who also, by the way, got upset at home. This, this is probably not only is it the upset weekend in the National Football League this season, the last couple of years, and it's really been incredible what's been going on this past week.
3: I mean, um, it's unbelievable, uh, to be honest with you, uh, that they're doing it. But they're they're a really good football team. I think people have to stop with all this nonsense that that this shouldn't be happening or they're getting lucky or they've lost their best uh running back in the league and how could they possibly win and and the thing i talked about earlier on this show today i want to get your reaction to this uh there's been a, a big overplay on the rams to win the super bowl there's been a big overlay on uh, Matt Stafford is the best quarterback in the NFL. Uh, there's been a big overlay in that he's the MVP. Uh, I thought last night in that game he looked like the the you know the guy that I know, the guy from Detroit that has a big arm that always ends up losing because he makes stupid mistakes. I thought the end zone sack was a stupid mistake. Herbal. He's not to know that uh, he, could have, he would have been down a half yard out of the end zone. You can't know that quickly in, in that amount of time, high speed. But you still have to know that there's a guy standing in front of you. What are you doing throwing it to him? That was Matt Stafford, uh, another dumb throw. And then to get the ball back and throw another hizzy, I mean, Matt Stafford and the Rams, this story of them playing in SoFi in the Super Bowl. That's out. They're, they're not going to the Super Bowl. And you know what? Well, they're going to pay for getting rid of Deshaun Jackson, too. Trust me. That's coming back to haunt them.
6: Yeah, you your Cardinals, so you picked the win of division. We should talk about them briefly here. That was a tremendous win, The dominant win without their quarterback, without their star receiver Hopkins, without Murray the quarterback, without the great J.J. Watt, and they demolished the Niners uh, in, in uh, Santa Clara. That That was a great win. Uh, They still, look, the Cardinals, for all they've been through with injuries, still have the NFL's best record. They're playing great football. I I didn't see this coming. I don't think most people did. Because if you saw Cliff Kingsbury, right, their head coach, this guy had a losing record at the college football level. So at this level, though the Jets were interested in him a couple years ago, why would you think they would be this good? It's really a remarkable story. And the resiliency. And then the other thing is, um, and this is, I don't know if this has happened before, We've got a situation now around the the National Football League that the road teams have a better record than the home teams this season. Who would have believed it?
3: I mean, that is just absolutely crazy. Let's talk about the Browns. A huge win uh, for them in Cincinnati. They killed them. They blew them out. I thought the key to the game – uh, was not that Odell Beckham was gone. onto another team that he'll ruin with his cancer. Uh, he had cancer in New York that spread quickly. Uh, cancer in Cleveland that spread quickly. Now he'll go to Seattle, allegedly, and, and the cancer will start spreading there too. Because all he's done is uh, talk and get headlines and hype. And ESPN sucks uh, with their just constant OBJ. The guy's done nothing in the NFL at all except be a headline in a a nuisance and a pain in the ass and a distraction and a cancer. You know it. The real story yesterday was Chubb running for nine and a half yards, a pop down Cincinnati's throat.
6: Yeah, and, and as, as Kevin Stefanski talked about, they were able to play co- uh, complimentary football. I was talking about that today. And Nick Chubb, unfortunately, had the calf strength, so he missed a couple games. He looked great yesterday. And one thing I do want to mention, the Bengals, who everyone's saying, they're the new darling, two bad losses in a row. They lose at the Jets and Mike White at quarterback. Then they come home against a division rival. You think they would bounce back? They got absolutely housed. They they got embarrassed at home. Their defense completely folded. Uh, Nick Chubb, as you mentioned, two two touchdowns and two 137 yards on the ground. And you really have to wonder now about the Bengals. Who are now tied tie with the Browns at five and four? Can they now turn their season around after two bad losses? The Browns got back to what they do best. And absolutely positively, the Beckham situation was absolutely no distraction at all. He wasn't around the team because they sent him home, and he was officially released today. He goes through waivers, could be claimed off waivers tomorrow, as you were talking about. And now the Browns, though, the Browns face the Patriots, who all of a sudden are over 500, and the Patriots are going to host those Browns on Sunday. That should be a really good game, and uh, that's one of the games for Week 10 I really look forward to watching.
3: Well, a lot of the Sharps are on the Browns already at plus two. And I have to tell you, playing at Gillette is a death knoll to me. I think it's one of the hardest places to win in the NFL. To me, the Patriots, no matter if they have Tom Brady or not, are always tough in Foxborough against anybody. It doesn't matter who they're playing. I think they're going to give the Browns problems.
6: Well, until this season, they have not won at home. They're 0-4, but you're right. Under Brady, they were almost unbeatable. Uh, It is typically hard to go there. Now, let's – but let's look at it realistically here with the Patriots. They got off to a very bad start. Now they've won three in a row. Um, the, the last game that they won at home was obviously against the Jets where they blew them out, but uh, they've struggled at home. The Saints came in there and won. Um, the Dolphins at week one, for goodness sake. The Dolphins, who had a long losing streak, they won there. Um, the, the, you know, the Cowboys came in there and won, which was one of the best games of the year, and Dak Prescott had an unbelievable game. But you got to beat – more than the Jets, and this look—it's a—it's a marquee game. There's no doubt about it. The the Patriots one and four no, but the the here's the crazy thing: the Patriots are four and zero on the road. That it just doesn't make any sense to me, in a season that has been turned upside down. This has been one of the strangest years of covering this business in the 21 years that I have. I it, it, week by week, it's really hard to figure things out.
3: Do you think the Patriots uh, can catch uh, and beat the Bills for the division
6: title? How about that? How about that again? Another upset. We didn't have time to list all the upsets. How in the world can the Bills lose by three? They only scored six points at Jacksonville where they're hapless. I I, I don't think they'll do it. I don't think the Patriots are good enough. I, I am a little bit concerned about Josh Allen, the way that he's playing lately. And Patrick Mahomes isn't also playing well. They they were able to win against the, the, the Packers, which we'll talk about later. But I do believe the Bills will, will win that division. I picked them to win. I still believe that they're going to win it. Just about every NFL team goes through a lull. The Cardinals have not done that. They they had the tough loss uh, against the Packers a couple weeks ago, but they bounced back really well. And I expect the Bills to turn things around here.
3: Wow, uh, I can't wait to see because I think the uh, Patriots are playing really good football, and the Bills are not. Yeah. All of a sudden, I think you got a, a situation there. How about the Broncos with the shocking Another. thirty burger? They were up thirty to nothing on Dallas in Dallas at Jerry's World. That was crazy.
6: Okay. I, I, this one, another one. We were talking about this on the on the Sunday show, the the uh, PFT show, and none of us thought there was any way the Broncos, who have been more abundant offense, could win. They go up thirty to nothing on the Cowboys, and I have to tell you, the thing about that game, and this is going to be interesting to watch going forward, is they were not getting open. The receivers were not getting open. The Broncos play great defense. They they're very deep at corner. That's the one situation with all their injuries at linebacker they're very deep at corner and they shock the Cowboys they go up 30 to nothing they were a 10 point dog and I, I got to give Vic Fangio credit I'm not saying this win will save their job his job but this goes a long way because he's got a new general manager there um George Payton who takes over and to win a game like this if they could somehow get a wild card Vic Fangio will have a real shot to keep his job
3: so the Cowboys host the Falcons, they need a bounce back win, and the Broncos host the Eagles. The Broncos actually, in my view, need to win that game to prove that they don't suck. I thought yesterday they played great, but they always turn around and lose. They need to turn around and win.
6: Yeah, and that this business is you're right. The, if you have this incredibly shocking win, you've got to you've got to do it against the other teams, the also rounds against Philly, and that game is in Denver. And when you look at the Cowboys, the Falcons are no joke. Okay. I have no idea. I mean, I, I was shocked. That's yet another one. I, this was upset Sunday by far in the national football league through nine weeks. This was the one weekend where upset after upset after upset so many underdogs, won who most of the public did not think could win. I got to give the Falcons credit without their star receiver, Calvin Ridley, who has to serve more, two more games. He's on the, re, the, the reserve list because of uh, his personal situation, but that's, it's a great win for the Falcons. But Let's not let's not crush the Cowboys here. Yes, bad loss. They got embarrassed. Yeah, they had one six in a row. You can bounce back. I I believe they will bounce back. As a matter of fact, and beat the Falcons this week.
3: They're going to win the division. So that's all that matters. Oh, uh, real quick, what do you think of Love? I thought nothing of it. Oh.
6: Struggled, struggled, struggled. In fact, they didn't score till a couple minutes late, and he struggled. Held on the ball too long, and he did not handle the blitz well from Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator for the Chiefs. Not at all.
3: The Packers uh, host the Seahawks, and Russ will be back. Russell Wilson will play in that game at Lambeau. We got more of that. I'm coming up.
1: This is the Technology Minute with George Capalbo. So here's the dirty secret about
4: artificial intelligence.
5: I'm really not very bright.
4: Your smart speaker needs millions of artificial neurons to learn even a simple task. And then, hey, turn up the radio. Got it. Activate ejector seat. Now, UK researchers reverse engineering the brains of bumblebees to build smarter AI. Bees manage to get complex tasks done with less real neurons than even the simplest artificial brain. A golden age of machine intelligence serving mankind based on the intellect and instincts of bees. I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Hey, it's my 200th episode. Uh... Follow me at Gicapalvo on Twitter and stay tuned to The Technology Minute for more cool stuff like this. Price drop.
0: Time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus, get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last.
1: Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks?
3: All right, we're talking to Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider, uh, at Kaplan NFL on Twitter. Uh, You should follow him. And he's on Coast to Coast three times a week, which is Gandhi. All right, Adam, let's talk about tonight in Pittsburgh at Heinz Field. I wish I was there for this one. I'm going to go to the Lions game Sunday uh, at uh, home in Pittsburgh. And I wish I was at both games, actually. And I know you're excited to see me in my Hall of Fame, Dermani. At least you were smart enough to realize why would I wear this anywhere with that signature on it. But I don't ever wear it anywhere. It's the first time I've ever worn it, in fact, ever, uh, was to do this show today. I keep it in a bag, and a case, uh, because it's valuable and it's uh, really cool. What do you think of the game tonight in Pittsburgh? I'm scared to death of that number at seven. The Steelers win (laughs) ugly. They don't don't beat anybody uh, by a big number at all. That's a big number to me.
6: Yeah, in fact, uh, of the three-game winning streak, they won by eight, by three, and by five. The, the story of this team is their defense is playing really well. They've gotten really healthy on that side of the football. I'm always worried about their secondary, particularly corner. But overall, their defense is, is playing really, really well. The only thing they don't do well is stop the run like they used to. With Alo out for the season with his broken ankle, Stefan Tuitt's been out. He's on injured reserve, so you do worry about that. Talking to the Bears last week, they're pretty happy with the progress of Justin Fields. I know it. The Cleveland game was terrible. That was one of the worst games I've ever seen from a rookie quarterback, but he's progressively gotten better. Uh, his guy, Darnell Mooney, you'll see him from Tulane last year. He was a fifth-round pick. I'm told he should be able to play with his groin injury. Uh, and then David Montgomery, this is the big story of the game, is David Montgomery was activated off injury, uh, off of IR today. He will play. In fact, told uh, after missing those four games, he was just dealing with an MCL sprain, and he looked really good in practice, so he'll play. Now, the big one is Cleo Mack. He's not playing. He's out with a sprained foot. He'll miss his second straight game. That is a problem. That's a problem for the Bears because he's their best pass rusher. Robert Quinn on the other side is going to have to pick up the slack. The Bears' problem is they don't score very many points. They do run the ball well. Montgomery was playing his best ball his three years before he hurt his knee. So he's back tonight. Now the Steelers, we talked about the three-game winning streak and how well their defense is playing. I'm concerned about Ben Roethlisberger. Why am I concerned? He had two previous injuries. He has a new one. He has a shoulder injury. It's his right shoulder. That's th- that's his throwing shoulder. Uh, he was added to the injury report on Friday with it. So that's three injuries. We got to watch this tonight. Now Eric Ebron will not play at tight end. He'll miss his second straight week. And he, he now has an ankle injury. Your got Pat Fryermuth, their second round pick out of Penn State, will fill in. And the 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 Bears are going to be without two of their top three safeties. That's a problem in this game. I like your Steelers tonight. Now I agree with you. The point spread is big. I think it's a seven to ten point victory for them, but. They're playing well. Mike Tomlin always gets it done. I don't know what the issue is with the fans, and they criticize him. He's one of the best coaches in the National Football League. All this guy does is win.
3: Yeah, well, because I I said this earlier in the show, and uh, it was that the Pittsburgh fans, who I adore, and I'm a season ticket holder, but they're stupid. I mean, have you not figured out after, uh, you know, 50 years that the Rooney family's hired three football coaches? They're not firing Mike Tomlin, no matter what you think of him. Every time he loses a game, they want to fire him. If they don't win the Super Bowl, they want to fire him. And they're not firing the guy. Then they got him going to USC. He's like, I'm not going to USC. I have the best job in sports. Uh, He's the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers. They've had three coaches. Uh, He's not going anywhere. They do this because they're stupid. And the other thing is you don't see any of the media writing stories about firing there because they, they understand how the Rooneys operate things in Pittsburgh. It's as simple as that. I want to say this to you. Friar is the starter. Uh, I, I know Ebron is, but those days are over. Friar has been the best receiver they it's got. God.
6: Yeah, he, he is. He's consistent. Deontay Johnson's the guy to watch out, obviously, for tonight. And Chase Claypool's got to pick it up, uh, who now starts for Juju Smith-Schuster. They've been lining him up in the slot a lot. He's a big guy who could run. He'll be a red zone guy. I don't see this being a super high scoring game unless there are a lot of turnovers. You can never count on that. But the Bears' problem is they just don't score enough points. And your your Steelers should not have a struggle tonight. Uh, They should go to five and four and start pushing for that division. That division is is no lock for the Ravens. The Ravens are now in first place. I give them credit. The Ravens have a lot of injury issues. They just lost Deshaun Elliott a safety for the season
3: and they always find a way to win. Uh, Two or three double-digit comeback wins, uh, and then Tucker kicks field goals in overtime and wins. It makes me sick to my stomach. I did want to agree with you, though. Uh, Tomlin, I think he does a great job. I don't ever uh, blame Tomlin for anything. I've never sat in a game uh, or at a game or watching a game yelling, "Uh, they got to fire this guy. I've never said that once since he's been the head coach. And uh, with other coaches like – Every week I'm yelling, this guy's doomed, that guy's doomed, this guy's out, he's getting Vangio, ah, blah, blah, blah. I never say that about Mike Tomlin. I think he's done a, a terrific job. Let's talk about the Raiders' problems. Now Arnett, another guy gone, and you still haven't told me because I was out, but I think Rugs, what a performance by this guy, blowing a 1-6 and driving a buck 60 and killing a woman. He's going to jail. His life's over. His career's over. At least he can remember that bomb he caught at Pittsburgh from Derek Carr because that's the only thing he's going to remember about his NFL career that's now
6: over. Yeah, so think about this now. The Raiders had two first-round picks last year, 2020. Both are gone. They didn't even finish their second season. Damon Arnett had severe off-the-field issues. There's a troubling video. Mike Mayock, the general manager, talked about it uh, on Monday. Um, threat, threat to take someone's life. The video with uh, Arnett with a gun, you can't do that. As soon as they found out about it, he was gone. Uh, this That video is from last week. Now, they did add Deshaun Jackson. Uh, he signed a one-year deal, I'm told. I'm told he also had interest from in five teams in total. One thing Deshaun to Jackson, too, at 35 years old, could run. He was healthy. The Rams Rams just couldn't figure out how to use him. He wanted out. He got out. He cleared waivers, and he just and he'll. I'm sure he'll play this week if he if they deem he's healthy enough because they need somebody could run without rugs on the roster. Now, Damon Arnett, he had severe challenges off the field. I'm told from other teams prior to that draft, some teams had him off their board. The Raiders and Mike Mayock admitted that they knew there were some challenges with him, but this one was a mess. And it I. The thing that's amazing about the Raiders, and I know they lost yesterday, when you look at the Raiders' situation, they still have a shot to make the playoffs. I don't know about winning division, though they're they're, they're now tied for first. I don't know about winning it, but they still have a good shot to the playoffs. They've been very, very resilient. Now they're two and one without John Gruden as their head coach.
3: And how do you think they'll do against the Chiefs who can't get out of their own way? I mean, yesterday they still only scored 13 points, and I Incredible. still – I'm going to say it again, and I've said it a number of times – this guy Mahomes is not worth a half a billion dollars. They got they're going to get so burned on that deal, it's not even funny. They won a Super Bowl, they went to two, they said they'd win seven, and then this year they said they were going to go 20 and 0, and there's got to be somebody upstairs saying, "Jesus Christ, we gave this guy a half a billion dollars, he can't get out of his own way."
6: Yeah, so Mahomes, the problem with him is he he wants to make the big play. Josh Allen, by the way, we mentioned him in our first segment, is going for the same situation. Take what's in front of you. It's there. The guy's wide open. Throw the football. Nope. He, he scrambles around. He threw for under 200 yards. I get the Packers defense has improved. But he scrambles around for 37 times for under 200 yards, only 166. It's almost hard to believe. And it's not because anyone's heard it, wide receiver. Kelsey's playing. Tyree Kill's playing. Uh, they don't, they're don't. they not a running team, per se. But Mahomes, he's got to turn this around. If they want to do anything in the playoffs, actually make the playoffs, they are now 5-4. and four. They won their last two. They beat the hapless Giants where they only scored 20 points. they got to get things turned around in offense. And, and, and you know, the other thing is, and I, I we've mentioned this before, nobody likes to go to Arrowhead, but it's not the tough place to play like most teams would say. They The Chiefs are 3-2. and two. They didn't play great there last season at times. Um, I, I'm, I'm interested to see what the Chiefs do. This game is in Las Vegas this week. The Raiders are going to have to rebound. That was not a good loss at the Giants. We were talking about this on the Sunday show, how the Raiders deal with that situation with Ruggs. Now, they, Rich Passaccia and their players said after the game had nothing to do with it. They just didn't play well. This is a West Coast team that traveled east and didn't play well, though they had a chance to win it. They were in the game until the end. They just didn't win it. But if you look at the Raiders' schedule right now, excuse me, the Chiefs' schedule right now, the Chiefs have it really tough. They're at the Raiders. Then they come home to face the Cowboys and then they play the Broncos at home, and then they play the Raiders at home. So this is a very tough and challenging schedule coming up here for the Chiefs.
3: The Seattle Seahawks would have to go 5-3 and three to go 8-8, eight and eight, which just isn't cutting the mustard. Now, they're getting Russell Wilson back this week for the game at Lambeau. But does it even matter? They're, at best, they're going 8-8. Eight and eight.
6: Look at their schedule the next two weeks. They're at Green Bay Sunday afternoon. Then they come home for the best team in the National Football League, the Cardinals. I agree with your assessment. They're three and five. They're going to get Russell Wilson back from his middle finger surgery on his throng right hand. He threw the ball well coming off of it. So now he'll start this week. Um, their defense, though, I'll say this about the, the their defense lately. Their defense is playing really, really well. They, their defense was awful to start the season. The last two weeks, they've given up a total of 20 points, um, doing a good job. And I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs. Though I'll tell you this, there's a real shot here that a team at eight and nine, a team with a losing record, could get the seventh spot, one of those three wildcard spots in the NFC, because the NFC, once again, is weaker than the AFC. And the Seahawks getting Russell Wilson back, that is absolutely huge. There's no question about
3: it. All right, uh, Adam, respectfully, I got a minute. Uh, let me ask you about uh, the West Coast teams playing in the yeah. East. They're doing better than anyone thought they would.
6: This is another one. Okay. This is another myth where, oh boy, teams from out West cannot win changing three time zones. We talked about this about five weeks ago. Here's your update West Coast teams are straight up nine and three. Okay. Nine and three. Home teams this season overall are five games under 500. You saw what happened on upset Sunday. All these road teams that most of us, let's be honest about it, the public especially, did not think these road teams had a chance to win. So now it, it is so tight. You need the best information here on Sports Grid, obviously. But road wins now can win. It's not a big deal. Uh, And it doesn't matter if you're a young football team. Everybody's starting to win on the road here. It was not like this for decades. But home field now is not the advantage as it once was. It's kind of amazing. I never thought this would happen, but it's true.
3: It is absolutely crazy. You're right about that. Anyway, uh, Adam, great stuff. I'll see you later in the week. We'll get everybody ready uh, for all the games on Thursday and Sunday. Looking forward to it. Great job today, buddy.
6: You got it. Thank you.
3: All right, there he is, Adam Kaplan, our NFL insider. Carver, hi. I want to pick it up with the NHL here and then get into those three games tonight and some fight news.
4: Yes, let's do that, Scotty. We will start – with the Blackhawks, who fired head coach Jeremy Colliton, replaced him with former Islander legend Derek King. He's going to be the interim coach. Good start for him. He beat the Predators last night 2-1 to one, in his first game. The Red Wings beat Vegas last night 5-2. to two. They've had all kinds of problems here in the first few weeks of the season. Here we go. Tonight, three games in the NHL. Let's start. Buffalo in D.C. against the Caps. They've come back down to earth. The Panthers Looking for that record tonight, consecutive games to start the season with a point. They are in the Garden against the Rangers. The Kings are in Toronto against the Leafs. Heavy lumber there, minus 285.
3: Yeah, I still got to go Leafs there. And I'm going to take the Panthers. I think the Rangers are tough, but I think the Panthers are one of the best teams in the league so far. And I'm on the Caps at home over the Sabres. They'll cool them off. Uh, what did you think of those fights over the weekend? I mean, there were plenty of them. Uh, Usman did yeah. it again to loudmouth Covington. That shut him up finally. And then Thug Rose, yeah. my <laughs> girl, did it again, and no one thought she would. How hilarious was that?
4: Yeah, Usman, over uh, unanimous decision over Covington. Thug Rose beat Zhang. How about Gaethje and Chandler, Scotty? That was a slugfest, classic fight, and then Canelo beat Caleb Plant. TKO in the 11th. Caleb just couldn't last any longer, Scotty. What did you
3: think of uh, Canelo? And, uh, you know, knocked him out in the 11th, obviously. But I thought Plant did a lot better than anybody thought he would. Canelo Alvarez is the most dangerous boxer on the planet.
4: What's up, everybody? It's your late-night anger management professor inviting you to join me. Six nights a week at midnight Eastern on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Vent your rage with the top handicappers and insiders in the business. Tips are for waiters. Hedging is for garters. Pre-game breakdowns and post-game meltdowns. Lay it down and win
6: with me, Gabriel Moretti, Six nights a week at midnight Eastern right here on the Sports Grid Radio Network. Other than that, you're on your own.
2: It's
6: literally a dead end. But for professional advice, a REMAX agent actually knows best.
4: Let's start with a neighborhood analysis. I've been seeing lots of buyers looking to move here.
6: REMAX is the most trusted name in real estate. Visit REMAX.com or download the REMAX app to find the right agent. The right agent can lead the way. Based on 2022 Brand Spark American Trust Study. Each
1: office independently owned and operated. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra.
3: All right, the uh, finish time. New York State announces the nine sports books will get licenses in the state. They will all pay 51% tax rate, the highest of any state in the country that allows gambling. At least they're gonna get sports betting in New York, finally, they're only 10 years behind uh, the eight ball and everyone else, and they'll still make a fortune, they'll still make billions, but they're giving more than half of it back to the state. That's crazy especially with the corrupt politicians that run the state of New York. I mean, think of that for a second. I mean, if they aren't a pervert, they're a thief, either or, one or the other. You're either a pervert, a, a sex creep, or a, or a thief. Pick your poison. Dusty Baker will be back as the Astros manager. By the way, they've offered Correa $160 million for five years. My boy, Flash, your boy uh, from the Yankees, told me it's $150 million. And I'm like, all right, whatever. The Yankees should offer him $200 million get it over with. He tells me they have two prospects that are uh, coming up that are both shortstops that are badass. I'm like, we can't wait around for some kid to get out of diapers. Thanks a lot, Flash. I love you. Giants decline Johnny Cueto's $22 million option. White Sox pick up Kim Brolls and Trevor Bauer and Nolan Aranato decline their opt-outs. So does J.D. Martinez. He's back with the Red Sox. Clayton Kershaw is done with the Dodgers. Jace Tingler gets a job. The French Tingler with the Twins is a bench coach. Ohio State Spence quarterback Jack Miller, he got a DUI. At least he didn't kill anyone. <laughs> Seattle University Spence basketball coach Jay Hayford after he dropped an N-bomb. Fail. House approves a million-dollar, make that trillion-dollar infrastructure deal. That only took a year. Pit guard, the Theo Horton charged with aggravated assault, hit a cop, he punched a cop. Nice job, kid. Uh, way to go. A man's package rots after being bit by a snake in his groin area, his package, bit, rot, rotted package. <laughs> UK school has boys to wear skirts to promote equality. Jesus Christ, I have heard it all. Uh, now you're gonna make the boys wear skirts to school to make the girls feel good? Shut the Pharrell up. What a stupid ass idea that is. Broken toilet on SpaceX, all the astronauts are coming back in diapers filled with cable.
6: The winning edge is not just a winning sports gaming strategy. It's also the thing that keeps the wife happy.
0: Hop, hop, hooray. Nordstrom Rack's got sweet deals on everything Easter, which is Sunday, March 31st. Get to Nordstrom Rack now and save on Kate Spade, New York, Two-Faced, Steve Madden, Calvin Klein, and more from just $30. Score great brands and great prices on Easter looks for everyone, plus spring decor, gifts, and all kinds of deliciousness. Rack up the deals today at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find?
1: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time.